0: This podcast is brought to you by Living Waters Church, Kaiabram. You can visit us at www.lwkaibram.com. It's called. That's the title of it. Crossing over. Crossing over. Seen uh, a lot of forward driving at the, on YouTube actually lately, and a lot of crossovers and sometimes it goes terribly wrong, and <laughs> sometimes cars don't make it through. But today, I just want to speak about that in our life we always have these crossover moments we have these crossover moments we need to choose but in those crossover moments we need to choose what we're going to do we need to choose what we're going to do sometimes we we get stopped and we don't we're not sure what to do to the point where we've settled on one side and we have settled there and it could be because of a fear of some sort it could be a weakness that we have it could be making a decision to change how we live it could be a situation of any sort where we're in this crossover moment and we've got to decide to do something so whatever it may be we all face times when a decision needs to be made so that we can move forward because who likes moving forward yeah. it's good to move forward isn't it it's not good if you're I mean, I, I remember actually I forgot to put the handbrake on my car once and uh, it was moving forward but not me in it. And so I ran up to it and put the brake on. I mean, I don't want that going through the shed and hit the boat and all that, don't want that to happen. And so I had to jump in the car again. But, you know, so we want to move forward but we need to be we need to be in the vehicle. <laughs> I was just on the side, I don't know why I said that anyway. But we want, to, we want to move forward. So Philippians 3.14 says... I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Don't you love Paul? He's always looking forward. He's always, he doesn't, he doesn't, you know, he finds himself in lots of, finds himself in lots of different situations, but he's always seeing the good. He's always seeing there's a silver line here. There's a silver lining here. There's, there's, there's something good going to happen You know, he wrote a lot when he was in prison, and that has impacted us today. Those words still impact us today. So we see here the Apostle Paul he knows that the only way forward is to focus on looking forward. Makes sense, doesn't it? Fancy that. Let's look at what Paul said towards the end of his life. He says in 2 Timothy 4.7, as 2 Timothy 4.7, I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. I've kept the faith. Paul saw life as a marathon race. You see, you don't get, well, if you look back, all you get is a sore neck. If you you just keep looking back, you're not designed to be even looking back. You're designed to, your eyes are on the front of you, at the front of you to look forward. And so, what do you think that means? That means that we should be looking forward. We can learn from the past. I'm not saying we don't learn from the past, but I want us tonight to think about let's move forward. Let's cross over. Let's make a decision because it might be you might be in a place where you're like, I need to make a decision here, but there's something stopping you. And you know what? If we don't make a decision, we might not get to where God wants us to be because God has plans and purposes. God has more for your life, but there's sometimes a the point where we've got to go, all right, I've got to cross over this, this situation. I've got to cross over this moment where I'm not sure what to do. I've got to cross over my fear. I've got to actually walk through my fear. But Paul knew that God had a great prize for him if he stayed on course. You know, I find that even I'm a, a bit of a fan of a race of, of motor racing, and I find that in motor racing that when the competitor that's behind the other car in front, if he's just trying to trying to block the other car. He actually loses. He actually loses momentum. He loses pace. He actually can't be as quick because his lines are not going the fastest way around the track. And at times, if we are looking back so much, we lose our line, we lose the power, we lose the, lose the drive, and we, we can't actually get the prize. We can't actually win the race. We can't actually get to the point where Paul said that he had, he had caught, fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. You know, we start losing momentum. The past is the past. Full stop. See, the past is the past. We can't go back in time to change it, but the good thing is we get to build a future. Isn't that good? We get to build a future. Did, I hear, what, did you hear what I said? We get to build a future. I'm going to go to the Old Testament now, and we'll go, go to a familiar story of Joshua. Joshua. We go to Joshua chapter 1, uh, Joshua 1, sorry, chapter 1 to 6. Joshua 1, yeah, chapter, Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 to 6. So, it says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them. To the Israelites, I will give you every place where you set your feet, your foot, as I promised promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river of Ephraim, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will learn. You will lead. Sorry, these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. And we love this verse. We love it where God says to be strong and courageous. <laughs> Come on, be strong and courageous. Stand up. Be strong and courageous. You can do this. We do. We love it. You know. In the crossing over moments, in these times, it was, you know, sorry, in this time where it, the death of Moses, it was, a custom, it was customary to have a certain amount of time to mourn, which was good because it gave the people time to reflect and take in what had happened. It's actually quite important to take a moment. Before we even step over, before we cross over, this is something that they had to do, they needed to, do this, and it was, it was customary for them to do this—to have that time of mourning where they really just, actually, let's just take a breath, let's just take this in, let's understand what's just happened. Our leaders died, um, so we just need to take a moment in, in honor as well, and just just do what we got to do at the moment, and just take a breath and reflect. See, sometimes we are in the in the whirlwind of life, and and we don't allow time to reflect and look at what just happened i encourage us to take the time to reflect and ask this question what can i learn from this god what can i learn from this god before we're in the before we cross over before we make a decision before we when we're going through whatever it is we're going through we need to ask this question to god is what can i learn from this because nothing's wasted in God. He's always trying to teach us something. He's always trying to train us and, and guide us and take us to his, his direction and his way. After my wife was in hospital, I had a week where I was just trying to breathe. I tell you, it was just a week to breathe. I needed to try and get some work done, but I was just trying to breathe. I was, I was trying, processing everything that had happened. I just needed to breathe. Because while everything was happening... I wasn't really processing at all. I was picking up the pieces that needed to be picked up and pleading with God, would you just heal Jasmine? Please heal her, Jasmine. please heal her, God. You know, and thankfully, thankfully, you know, she, she is definitely on the men. She is on the men, and, and thankfully, you know, God did intervene and step in, I believe, and, and do what he needed to do. See, but when my sister came and stayed with us for a week, I had the time to take it all in, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. I really wanted to get to work. It was like this. My sister's home. Now I can get some work done because I need to bring, uh, build the bank account up again. And, uh, <laughs> but I was stuck because was, it was just hitting me of what just happened, and I just had trouble to get some traction and try to keep moving. The point here is take time to... To assess and learn before we cross over, before we make a decision, when we're in the situation, before we even move forward, assess and learn. Assess and learn. Take the time. Assess and learn. Point two is be ready to go. I got points, for everything They're good. It's amazing. <laughs> Point two is be ready to go. Okay, so they do this time. They have the. They 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 try and learn. They try and they just reflect. They have this time. But then we need to be ready to go, because God speaks to Joshua. I love the way God brings this, this message to Joshua. says, God says, "Moses is dead." Well, yes, God. We know that. But what's that mean? God gives the, the, the cue that it's time to move on. It's time to use what you have learned. It's time to pick up the pieces of what, what you've learned. It's time to move on. Joshua was see, Joshua was Moses' aide. He was in training. You know, we're all in training. Every one of us is in training. God actually set us up. He's already training you for whatever's next. Love that. God just—he's always in training. He's always training you. He's always trying to show you something. He's always trying to raise your faith. He's always trying to get you to step forward, to step forward, take another step forward. That's what God does. Joshua, he was in training. So what, what, we, are, what we are doing now does matter. See, what you're doing now does matter. You might say, oh, when I get to whatever I want to get to, then I'll really put in. No, put in now. Put in now. Do what you can do now because what you do now is going to get you ready for what's next. So you need to do what's good now. You need to do, try and do all you can do. I remember Pastor Jim had a, this word he used to always say. It was basically, just keep doing good. Never get tired of doing good. And I'm like, oh, but I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired, Jim. You know, just never get, you know, just keep doing good. Just keep doing good. Head down, just do what you can do. Never get tired of doing the right thing. But when we get tired, it is hard to do the right thing, isn't it? It's the time where we have to go, oh, all right, that's, let's focus. <laughs> let's, let's do the right thing. Let's get to bed early. Let's not have, continue to have late nights or whatever. I'm a shocker. I have a lie down on the couch and the next seat I'm gone. Then I wake up, middle of the night, oh, i better get the bed. You see, what you do now does matter. Don't wait to give your best. Don't wait to be appointed to a position to give your best. Give your best now. Give your best now. It's so important. God says, I'm, hand, I'm handing the baton to you to, uh, to cross, the, cross the river. See, it's interesting that there was a river to cross in this moment. What, what river do we need to cross? What river? Do we need to cross? That river for us may be a certain fear that every time we try to cross fear, fear holds us back. Now I'm talking about a fear that says, What if I fail? What if I get laughed at? What if I lose friends? What if? What if? I remember um I remember quitting the scouts and and uh, you know why? Because I wanted to go do a Bible study. And my mates are like, What? What did you do that for? That's weird. Why would you quit Scouts to go to a Bible study? It just happened to be the same night. I'm not saying that anyone should quit Scouts here, but, but in my situation, it was like, I, wanna, I, had this, I wanted to get closer to God. I wanted to know God better. I wanted to go further. So to do that, I was like, I'm, I'm going to need to go to this Bible study. And I'm going to do it anyway regardless and just chop everything else out and I'm going to go to this Bible study. That's just the way I was thought. Because there was a passion, there was a heartbeat for God that was stirring in my heart. And you know what? We just need this heartbeat to be beaten for God, guys. We need this heart to be to keep beating for God. And so don't let the light go out. You've got to keep feeding it because don't let it go out. You know, I was just remembering times when I used to be on the front road there every morning here in this church and I'd be praising and I'd just go for it. And uh, Pastor uh, Pastor, uh no, at the time goes. You know what? You lead the worship bear in the front every morning. I'm like, oh, I just worship. I'm just doing. And, and the other day, I remember God saying, I had this thought of, oh, people might think I'm a bit, you know, I'm trying to show off. But God's like, God's like, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. You don't don't get scared of what people may think. Don't get scared of what what people may reckon. Just what's your heart? What is? Let your heart be your heart. Let God do what He needs to do. And if you want to praise Him, just praise Him. If you want to do, just let go. Just let go. Let God do what He wants to do. You know, sometimes we're, we're holding ourselves back, but like, oh, I can't be like that. <laughs> let go. <laughs> I'm not saying big, you now, Trevor's probably looking me going, I don't know what's going to happen now. <laughs> but, but He's God. You now I'm up to. So, I was worried about what am I going to do? You now we can be worried about what are we going to lose? What are we going to lose? you are always going to lose something. But I tell you what, if you are stepping in faith to what God said, you're going to gain. You're going to gain more than lose. You're going to gain what he has for you. You're going to get that crown at the end of the day where you're going to get the well done, good and faithful servant if you step out and just keep stepping out and keep walking in faith and keep letting God be God and be king of the kings, lord of the lord of your heart. You know, as so I was even driving here tonight and I was praying, I'm like, God, you just be king of king, lord of lords. At the end of the day, let's just let God be the king of king, lord of lords. You know, sometimes we let other stuff be that. Gotta let God be the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. you know what God wants to break some shackles off. I really feel it. He wants to break some shackles off. But we can be thinking about what we're going to lose, what we're going to. But this is where we need to know if God is in it, because then we can put our confidence in God rather than the external stuff. You know, all the other stuff is just external. It's external. See, sometimes we we put too much value on the external. You know, a house stands up well because it's a good framework. Get the framework in order and your house will stand. It's nice to have it nice and pretty. Absolutely, I like to have them, well, nice uh, architraves and all that done nicely. Not have big gaps alike, nice, nice and tight, nice and good. But you know, those architraves are just, just for looks. They don't really do anything much, but just looks. They cover a gap, but it just looks. The framework's what matters. See, God's like, what's your framework like? Is the framework, is your framework in your heart all around what God's word is? Is your framework connected to God's heart? So God gives his promise to Joshua. He, re- re- uh, he reassures Joshua, I'm taking you through this. You know, he actually has to say, uh, be strong and courageous three times, I think, in this, in this whole thing. So maybe there's a little bit of, oh, I don't know if I can do this, God. And we all can be like that. But he says, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. God does not set us up to fail, church. He does not set us up to fail. You know, we may make make poor decisions which may cause us to fall, may cause us to, to make things not run so well, but God does not set us up to fail. He's not an author of you failing. He's the author of you having victory. He's the author of you seeing something through. He's the author of you being strong and courageous. He's the author and the finisher of our faith, the word says. So God's promise is to teach us how to live and walk in victory. Understand this too, the victory that happens in the valley, valleys of life too. Understand this. That victory happens in the valley of life too. And see, it's not all mountaintops, there's victories in the valleys. And we need to see those victories. Where does the best grass grow? In the valley. It's lush. It's nice. It's lush and green. Why? Because it's got the most access to water. It's got, it's got the best environment. So we learn and we grow in the valleys and we get victories in the valleys. God encouraged Joshua with these words. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. So point three: Use what you have. Use what you have to conquer whatever river. Uh, so to conquer whatever river we need to cross, know that God has given us strength and courage to walk through it. So you notice God says, "Be strong and courageous." Says, so "Be strong and courageous." God has given Joshua His word, and when God gives you a word, you need to use whatever strength and courage you have to believe it and hold to it see i believe god was not i believe that god was not so much speaking about physical strength he actually wasn't speaking about physical strength i think i think he was actually saying to joshua that this is that that is that it's going to be a mental game and when things aren't going so well continue to look at what i have said and hold to it continue to say to look at what i have said and hold to it it's a mental game we need mental strength we need the the, the the mental toughness to be courageous at times too to say, well, I'm not going to let myself be overcome by what happened maybe last time. I'm going to drive forward because I know that God's promise is on this. Be strong in what you know. Be strong in what you know. So be strong in what you know and allow God to build it to build on it. Sorry, you need to know what God has said and then let God build on that. I say that because we can get a word from God and we are like, yep, that's good. I'll do that. So we start doing, but don't allow him to add to that because we are happy with what we are doing. We're happy with what we're doing, it's like, oh, it's good. I'm good now. I'm good now. I don't have to do any more study. I don't have to do any more whatever. Oh, I'm good now. It's all good. You know, I've been challenged to do some more uh, schooling, uh, which which uh, scares me a bit. Because, but I know it would help me in the future and open more opportunities. So to build on more what God wants for you and to to let yourself go into what God wants you to do, you've got to let God actually build on that. You see, it's not just one word he wants to give you. You need to know the one word so then he can build on that word and then he can build on that word and your faith grows as the words come to you. As God gives you the word. As God shows you things, he builds faith. He wants to continue to build faith in your life. He wants you to see you continue to grow and be stronger. He wants you to go to places you never thought you could go. God likes to build us up and take us further than we think we can go. Maybe there, maybe there is something that God is speaking to you about, but you need to make a decision to cross over and agree with his word. See, the end of the day. Joshua had the word of God. Can I just get um, some of those two? Joshua had the word God. And he had to trust that word. I don't think he was this big, bulky fella. I think he was this guy that had just served his heart out. He was this guy. He was a spy back back uh, when they were spying out the land, if you go back a bit. See, this guy had the faith. This guy had the faith. This guy actually allowed the faith to grow to the point where he continued to serve and he served Moses. Can I challenge us today? Let's be a people that are willing to serve regardless. Let's be a people that's willing to serve and believe that word of God. You see, he had that word of God before. That the land he could take that, that they were going to take that land. See, he's he's held on to a word already. Joshua had the word. He knew that land was gonna be theirs, and he still held on to it. He didn't know that he might be the one leading it. He didn't plan that. He didn't plan that, but God says to him, "All right, you're up, you're up now, man. You're my man, and you're going to take the people to the promised land." You know, it's about five or six years later, I think they actually did reach it. And so he has five and six, five or six years where he's working with these people. But I just want you to know, He didn't get there by accident, and you're not here by accident. Whatever's going on in your life is not by accident. God has a moment for you right now. And he wants you to cross over. God is the moment right now for you to choose to cross over. Maybe, maybe you don't know Jesus. Maybe you've heard the gospel and you're not sure but and you've never or you've heard it and then respond. Well tonight you've been in and just wrestle. Oh, is that really is God really is is God who he says he is? Is you know, all these questions. Well maybe tonight's tonight to actually put a full stop on that. And say, I'm going to cross over. I'm going to believe. I'm going to take the word, and I'm going to believe the word of God. So just tonight, I just want to encourage you. If you want some prayer tonight, if you feel like you've got to cross over, there's things you want to you want to get over, you want to move over, you want to move forward tonight. God's there with you. I see a picture actually. God's there with you, standing at the river, and that river is whatever it is for you. He's standing there, he's saying, "I'm waiting." Are you ready to cross? Are you ready to cross, church? Are you ready to cross over this river so we can move into a great future, so we can get to the promised land, so we can get to a place where there is milk and honey, where we can get to a place where you will go to where I've already predestined you to and I can, ah, oh. there's potential in this room, so much potential. But it's, you've got to cross over. You've got to grab God's hand and say, yep, I agree with you, God. He wants to take hold of your hand, church. He wants to cross you over. He wants to say yes. He wants to be with He is with you. He says yes to you. He promises a yes and amen. He says, would you believe them and go walk with me right now? Would you walk with me now? Would you take go across this? So that's that. if that's you tonight, I just invite you to come to the front and we'll believe together and we'll pray that God is going to take you through. That God is going to bring you through. That God is going to cross you over to where that next thing to what God has for you is God. That's some um, sing whichever song it is if you want to do. Awesome. Thank you for listening to today's podcast from Living Waters Church, Kyabram. Don't forget, you can find us at www.lwkyabram.com.